Kevin Durant have any shot of lifting the curse? How does this work exactly? Yeah, you know, Kevin Durant definitely has an a open shot of lifting the curse. Um, how it all started was he, as you've seen with the evidence, um, but, <laughs> you know, he also agreed to play me in the game of 21. Okay. Uh, oh. You know, th that, that was the special thing, but his team said, hey, Kevin is um, – busy with the season right now. He needs mm. to focus. And that was, what, about four years ago? Or oh, you, you so could play, right? You yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, tried yeah. Off of the D I tried off for the D-League. I, I, I had, a, um, you know, the 87ers, sent, they sent me an invitation. So, um, so that's you know. how he can lift the curse. Yes. We now how, know. Yes. People, Listen. we know. This is how it can happen. Let's Welcome to Let's Just Be Wizards, a bi-weekly podcast that delves into the dark arts in order to answer the age-old question, can I be a wizard? I'm your host, Adam Hilton, and to my left hand is... I'm uh, Maxfield Lehman, and I am a... Oh, <laughs> what are you today? What am I today? I'm uh, interested in uh, different cultures and their hexes, like scrying and Nordic runes. Perfect. And I've... to your left hand is hello. I'm Drew Cox. I've been um, I've been working on some candle spells this week and a uh, couple of curses, uh, and I'm just uh, here to follow up on that and uh, talk a little bit of wizard this and wizard that and. I'm just uh, glad to be here, glad to be on the show. Thank you, Adam. All right. Through the course of this podcast, we will attempt to cast spells, tell the future, shapeshift into animals, and everything under the moon that constitutes wizardly behavior. Now, before we get started, I think it would be important to point out that we are all cursed for eternity. So strap in for the show that will cause real demons to infest your iTunes account. This week on Wizards... We light some black candles and discuss the ancient art of cursing. But first, let's look at this week in wizardry. Alright folks, so for this week in wizardry, me and Andrew went out and saw the new wizard movie. Uh, this, is, uh, this is the number one film in America right now. Actually, it's um, called Fantastic Beasts and Where uh, to Find it's Them. the number one movie, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I was yeah. about to say the name. <laughs> I wasn't trying to draw anything out. Sorry. From uh, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling, yeah. She might know about a wizard, but I don't know if she knows how to write a screenplay. Yeah. What uh, were your impressions of it, Adam? Uh, I was I was thoroughly disgusted. <laughs> Yeah. I felt really bad. And that was before I went to the movie. And then I had sat through the movie and 
it wasn't an escape for me from the feelings I was having that day. Hmm. So was it was it just kind of a CGI fest? Yes, yeah, it absolutely makes you haven't seen it. And you just oh, hit okay. the first. That's the first box they checked. Yeah. CGI fest. Lens flares. Yeah. Yeah, you said something about it. The uh, of the Han Solo. Yeah, problem. well, well, the Han Solo problem. That's something a lot of these CGI fests have, which is. Uh, Something Guardians of the Galaxy did and was aware of, and it was the everyone's Han Solo, so now no one's Han Solo, but if you're aware of it, it's fine. This movie was just nobody's Han Solo. Just a bunch of gangly dorks running around, saying dorky words to one another, and not really not really taking us in, not really making us want to root for anyone were, in were particular. They, uh, were they fussing over petticoats? Well, like uh, not so much fussing over petticoats, so much, <laughs> so, much of, so much of the petticoats was about all the movie had going for it. What, what the real problem was, they have this, this guy who's just like, I'm a regular guy. And his only purpose in this movie is to, like, get wide-eyed, drop his jaw, and go, what? What? What is that? And then a wizard goes, well, it's this, that, and this. And then that's supposed to be some some uh, surrogate for the audience. They, when Because the problem with this movie is, is if they hadn't had him, uh, it would have just been a bunch of wizards going, well, back to doing wizard it, stuff. We have nothing call, to talk about. What do they call a normal person? A, a nomad? I think a they called him a muggle in Harry no, Potter and a nomad in this movie. Nomad. Because it's in America, America. you see. America has America. its own slang. This movie takes place in the 1920s. Did you hear any 20s slang in this movie at any point? Was there any alcoholic references and partying? And uh, did anyone light a cigarette at any oh, point? No, no, yeah. not at all. Way to waste a setting. Yeah. Way to waste a setting. So, um, it was just kind of a big situational, goofy comedy. No, see, Men in Black would have been something I would say was like that. This was like trying to be that without any of the fun. Oh, it just tried to take itself super seriously. All right, if I made a joke about a movie and said they wave their wands to fix everything and Johnny Depp is in it all of a sudden, you'd think right. I was kidding, but that's the movie. That's I'm, spoiler I'm alert. Sure that's they, the whole thing. If they threw someone like Ethan Hawke into it, just the whole thing would fold, you know? Just the, Well, the they did. Well, they did. And he was, and he was carrying it until... He was in it, really? Until his, until his line was just like, I'm sorry... No, he was that actor that looks like Ethan Hawke to me that I can't tell them apart. Ethan Hawke is like... Yeah. Is uh, like what's his uh, name? I, I don't know. He's like Nicolas actor. Cage in that, you know, they both kind of act the same in most of their mm. movies, but Nicolas Cage, I respect him. You know, he's, he's great. I love okay. to watch the Nick Cage character, but Ethan Hawke is just kind of like this... It's just this face, and he tries to... Kind of twitch face, it, kinda, twitch yeah. it alone, and like, hmm... Um, you know, I always get that guy mixed up with Ethan Hawke, the guy who was in this one. But uh, okay. yeah, if you're gonna use magic, you know, do something cool with it. Like, and they did, they did what might be a cool thing to do, like once in the, you know, it's like everything they did was the most insane, crazy thing they could possibly do with magic. And did so they... it's like, well, what? What's the limits on what you can do? Why are we even having a conflict in this film if you can just wave a wand and make everything the way you want it? Did they ignite a wooden Ferris wheel or something? They did not. Okay. That would have been great. <laughs> God, I wish I'd watched your version of this one. Yeah. Set a wooden Ferris wheel on fire. Yeah. Perfect. 
Or if they did something like, if it was toned down, because, you know, we've only been wizarding, well, we've been wizarding depends on, been doing this podcast a little bit, and we haven't been able to make anything like, we haven't been able to fly yet, or... Nothing too concrete at this point. Yeah. A lot of stuff that we could conclude to maybe think that we're on our way to wizarding, but I I just think it seemed a little over the top. I I want my wizards in a little bit more down-to-earth context, I think. We're just kind of scratching the surface here. You don't don't become a mage overnight. Yeah, but if you saw Fantastic Beasts, you would have been like, okay, I don't expect to have anything like that with my power. Like, you know... I wouldn't expect to have those kind of powers. I probably would have just would walked you... to the back row and just pissed in a seat and then walked out. You know? Well, do you like Harry Potter? Let me ask that. Uh, well, when when I was in the hospital a long time ago, reading the books kind of got me through it. But you know, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that, I, that... I'm just gonna say I, I've never read one or watched one. But, um, so I'm probably it's just not a become good too big to and overblown film. and yeah. this this. Um, this, uh, what would you call it? This, uh... Critical mass, this, tipping point. This French uh, custard oh. has been in the oven too long. He, well, <laughs> I, I think, well, the, as for the books, I read the first one on tape. Mm-hmm. Um, and J.K. Rowling's good at doing something where the way she describes a magical thing on the page gets you intrigued and you buy into it and your heart is sold. But... In this particular movie we just saw, she wasn't able to do that. She would have had to establish that through setup or dialogue, and she didn't seem to have any skill at writing characters who are doing that, like, in real time. And who's, who's the star of this? The main protagonist guy with the walk? With the suitcase, the suitcase? Yeah. Guy? His name is Newt. Do we know Newt Scalamanger? I don't know the actor. Oh, What's he looks like he put a straw in front of his, in his upper lip. Yeah, no, no, he stuffed his lips with cotton, and he has this weird kind of, uh, I noticed that most of the characters, they can't keep their lips all the way closed. Right, they're just resting, they always kind of show their teeth. They practice lip lip gesturing too long, you know? Yeah, you need some real lip muscle to hold them open in the weird ways that they did for the... Do you think that's a wizard thing? Do you think we'd be more wizardy if we hold our lips out while we... (laughs) <laughs> do this podcast? I'm doing it right now. I know. But do you think it's helping me be magical? Well, there's side banking. You can <laughs> well, kind of talk no, Max, to someone and then across the room they can't it. read your lips. It does give you more like characters. Well, I'm certainly making my... Well, so excellent. I'm going to make this face. Donald Trump kind of does that, too. He, like, has a way, way of pursing his lips, you know? Yeah. He does more like this. Okay. His are kind of like that way, and that's why he sounds like that when he talks. Yeah, well, it's working for these people, I guess. Well, I'm going to do the wizard lips for the rest of this and see if I'm become any more mystical or well, magical. By <laughs> I I can't do that with my lips for very long. I'm yeah. a, I mean, like I, I bet they're just going take to take, and they just got to go sit down and get a drink of because, like, keeping that up like that. Oh, yeah, no, 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 that's dry. good. That was you good. Yeah, that was very good. Yours look good there. Brush Here's, them with. Frozen velvet or something, just to get, get the, oh, It's like yeah, they stick a the cold burn, piece of velvetine just to get their burn out. And, you know. So I give this movie two thumbs up. What do you guys say? I give it one wand down. Um, <laughs> I have not seen it, uh, and if Five I did, stars. I would probably watch it illegally and not pay any money for it. So, well, I used a spell 
to gain free passes to the movie. That's right. Uh, let's get let's get to the real magic that happened here. Was this kind of like street well, magic? It wasn't like street magic. No, it was like I, I sat and I concentrated and focused all of my magical energy into being able to see the movie for free when a a uh, a friend, relative, what have you, just out of nowhere said, oh, did you say you were going to the movie? I have a gift card I'm not going to use. And it was in that moment that I realized I had probably cast huh. a free movie tickets spell. And you got us those scarves to go to that, the movie. And we, and we decided to go full-on Harry Potter that's, and wore our Gryffindor that's pretty, red and yellow class of 2004 Gryffindor Quibbage Champions! That's, yeah. Uh, um, that's, yeah. That's that was our routine. That's pretty righteous. I would probably just try to, compliment. try to uh, telekinetically open an exit door and uh, and sneak in that way. But I mean, I'd be I'd be at that all month. Either just get your friend inside to do it. Yeah, you probably could make friends with movie theater guys. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have many friends. They're not known for being like the friendly type. No, I had a friend who was a movie theater guy, although he just. Kinda, we used to get a lot of the free tickets. He disappeared into like the character of the week and just kind of lost his own identity. Really, we uh, yeah. I remember one one hack for free movie tickets we used to do was uh, you you say that you worked there, you just started that yeah. week, and you get say, oh, my number is a four digit number. Get, it was uh, a two digit number at the time. Oh, I'm 29. Yeah, I'm number maybe, 20. Uh, I'm employee 29. And they'd give us the free passes. Maybe three get, out of four uh, times. That worked when, sorry, that worked when, you know, when you were younger and you looked like around the age <laughs> of a new hire at a movie theater. Get uh, get uh, like a pile of As you discarded. progress into your 20s, that hustle becomes less and less believable. Um, but it'll work the first few times. Go up to the box office. I'm a new employee now. They all have little cards they give me yeah, now. Yeah, it's not that work anymore. Never I, work. I used to just get like a pile of discarded receipts play, paid in uh, lingual tender and just say, hey, you never gave me my points. You never gave me my points. Give me some free movie tickets. And sometimes it worked. Oh, nice. But you had to dig through the trash. <laughs> all right. So uh, that was the This Week in Wizardry. Alright, that's it for the news. Now let's get to the topic. First, what is a curse? A curse um, is any expressed wish that some form of adversity or misfortune will befall one or more persons, places, or objects. In particular, the curse may refer to the witch made to a supernatural or spiritual power to aid in its execution. Demons. Uh, demons, yes. A curse can also be called a hex or a jinx when aided by witchcraft or magic spells. In many belief systems, the curse itself or accompanying rituals is considered to have the causative force as the result. To reverse or eliminate a curse, it's sometimes called removal or more often breaking and is often believed to require even more elaborate rituals or prayers. In Hindu culture, the sage or rishi believed that the power they had the power to both bless, bless and curse. In African American hoodoo, a hoodoo. form of track magic was used by Raman Deep, whereby 
cursed objects were laid in the paths of victims and then activated once they walked over. So them. like a, a landmine. Right, like it's like a landmine. I throw the cursed penny right in front of you. You don't pick it up. You just step on it. And now you're... You, <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yep. I wonder if those went away once real landmines. It's like the proximity. <laughs> yeah, it's like GoldenEye, dude. Proximity <laughs> mines. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those are fun. <coughs> those are wonderful. I guess that has to do with the spirits and things. Well, this, yeah, this one's good. This one's good. This one's the evil eye. In in Middle Eastern or Mediterranean culture, the belief in the is in the evil eye, uh, which is the uh, which is usually said to be caused by envy. Like if it's not malicious, but if you have intent, then you can do the evil eye. As well as a, as a as a more deliberate course, and in order to be protected from that, they have to uh, make an item which is a circle, a glass circle with a dot in the middle and a white border, so it looks like the human eye, so you can like reflect I, the curse of I, the evil there eye. There was a lady I worked with at my last work, and she had one of those necklaces. You would, oh, you wow. would call that a, a ward, I guess. Nice. Yeah, I asked her what it was for, and she was very. Uh, Hush, hush about hmm. it. And she kind of pulled me aside like, oh, it's for protection, you know? It's for the evil eye. Nice. Yeah. So That's spooky. awesome. She's that seen cool. many seasons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I liked her. Where was that? Um, I can't say. Okay. It was at uh, one of my my last jobs. Okay, it was at your last job. Yeah. So, uh, not longs. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> German people, including the uh, including the Pennsylvania Dutch, you know the Amish. Mm -hmm. um, they uh, they used to speak uh, speak in terms of hexing, uh, the German word for witchcraft, and a common thing for that would be like, oh, the cows are not making milk, or the horses all tripped in a gopher hole and broke their legs, and just like kind of happenstance bad stuff that can happen on a farm. Hashtag Dutch problems. Hashtag Dutch... Ha hashtag Amish problems. How do you like them Dutch apples? Yeah, how do you like them Dutch apples? And by the way, people should check out, if they haven't yet, the movie Haxen, which is an old German film from the 20s. It's uh, supposed to be kind of a documentary about witches and... Oh, kind of like Nosferatu. Yeah, that. same era. It's very... It's worth watching. Um, yeah. I haven't seen that. Is it from the 20s? I believe. Is it a silent movie? Yes. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Like yeah. Metropolis? Yeah. It's worth checking out. Is it on YouTube? It might be. It Probably might be on Hulu because they have the uh, the whole lot of the Criterion collection. They have oh, okay. A lot of the old uh, movies well, on the database. Pick online. it up on the Criterion collection. Support your local record store. Yeah. Put a curse on all the people who work there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, is that it? Yeah, that's it for what a hex is. I think we're uh, we're pretty much up to speed on that. Thank you. If you don't know what a curse is, well, curses on you. Yeah. Curses on... <laughs> yeah, you're next. You're cursed You're about ignorance. to find out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Max, you want to give us the history? Sure. The history of curses span as far back as the oldest forms of folk religion and folklore. Some curses of historical note. 
Tecumseh's curse was reputed to cause the deaths in office of pre the President of the United States elected in years divisible by 20. Yeah. Beginning in 1840, this alleged days. curse appears to have fallen dormant since Ronald Reagan, elected in 1980, survived an assassination attempt and George W. Bush, elected in the year 2000, survived his eight-year presidency. Man... So the, uh, what was it called again? That was the uh, Tecumseh's Curse. Tecumseh's Curse, yeah. Like, I wish at least those two, one of them, you know, got... It doesn't home. work on shitty people. Do curses have expiration dates? Yeah, well, I think, like, yeah. Did he, like, did he miss a payment gonna, or something? We're mm -hmm. going to have to look at the warranty. Maybe right? Reagan did, you know, cast the... He uh, had a block on that. Yeah. He, brought, he, was, he knew, he, he, he must have oh, had wizards worry, close to him. Oh, don't worry, I've got this one. I, I, I have black maybe, wizard magic close to me. I'll I block think, the one, no problem. I think Nancy <laughs> maybe was his, uh, his wild woman who, you know, kept the... Uh, Kept the curses at bay. Was Nancy a wild wild woman, or like you know the hag or whatever? Like kept the human woman. blood trade going into the White House, probably. <laughs> yeah, she, she was. She against, did bathe in a in a bathtub full of blood. She was against consciousness expansion with her old say no to drugs thing. Mm -hmm. So um, say yes to wizards. Put a lot of shamans out of business. Yeah, really. <laughs> Anyways. Cursed objects are generally supposed to have been stolen from their rightful owners or looted from a sanctuary. The Hope Diamond is supposed to bear such a curse and bring misfortune to its owner. Oh. Uh, Hope Diamond. That's the Hope like, Diamond is cursed? That's like as, as big as like a gorilla's heart or something, right? Wow. Well, you know the one, the one in the case is a replica and the real one is in a vault? No shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just to keep it away from... Just, so the, I think so the curse doesn't from curse everyone who gazes upon <laughs> it. From prying hands. Well, no. If you stole it, you would... If it's that cursed and you picked it up, like... Yeah. You'd be done. It, you wouldn't, you're not going to get far. It just has negative energy, so unless someone like Jesus picked it up, it would just ruin your whole I think life. it would curse him, too. Yeah. Well, we'll see later. Jesus actually did a lot of the cursing. Yeah, this was really yeah. Well, I'll get to that later. But Jesus he cursed uh, the the fig tree. Right? Oh, that's just the beginning okay. of his list of curses. But anyways, go on. Yes, yeah, sorry. Oh, that's all right. The curse of the pharaohs is supposed to have haunted the archaeologists who excavated the tomb of Pharaoh. Uh, Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Tutankhamun. 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 Oh, King Tut. Oh, was a merry old slut. <laughs> yeah, merry old slut was he. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at the King Tut exhibit in uh, San Francisco. Oh yeah, the Young Museum. The Young. It was all right. I met. A, I didn't feel very particularly cursed, uh, but the uh, the people there were kind of rude. <laughs> And there were lots of people did, there for King Tut. Did you like the job? Uh, yeah, it was all right. You know, in retrospect, it, I was doing a lot of standing and crowd herding and uh, t disappointing a lot of people that said, "Well, we just flew it. We just flew in to see this. And we're just about to thaw them out." You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. we're just about to fly out. We're gonna miss our flight. Can we just run through really quick ahead of everyone in the? And I, I told them no a lot of the time, just because I'm good. I want to keep it fair. 
Didn't wasn't some people wandering around in there asking you where the museum was? Where's the de Young? That could, you're in it. Yeah, no, yeah. that actually sounds familiar. Lots of funny stuff like that did happen. All right. Anyways, uh, Curse of the Pharaohs. Archaeologists who excavated the tomb of Pharaoh Tutankhamun, whereby an imprecation was supposedly pronounced from the grave by the ancient Egyptian priests on anyone who violated its precincts. Right. They had a so warning, that's like, I think, somewhere it's like, like a trap. The, so the uh, first the guy, but that's just the first guy to break the seal. The hieroglyphics, right? the uh, uh, set, or whoever, um, you know, warn, this is our precious yeah. child, do not um, trample upon his resting. Yeah, because grave robbery is a big thing there. A lot. Of, in fact, King Tut's you know, tomb was probably grave robbed by a few people before it was fully excavated. Yeah. Yeah. It might have been like a side channel inside the pyramid or something that they found and that's where that's where all the bad juju was. Yeah. Juju bees, don't you just hate that freaking candy? It's stuck in your teeth. It's stuck in your teeth. Those cursed those cursed jellies. That's why they're called juju bees. Juju bees. Bad juju in the box. Yeah. Bad juju in every box. I kind of like the consistency of them, but yeah, they, once they're like super uh, hard, but uh, they do get stuck. Candy. In that's that's just a curse on itself. Sometimes. Agreed. Okay, so that's that's uh, wraps it up about uh, the pharaoh. I wonder uh, what other uh, curses there were on like graves and things like that, and uh, types of religions. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, there's there's plenty of curses out there. Um, most of the land we walk on has probably been cursed at one time. We're probably mm-hmm. invading someone's personal, personal space. Mm-hmm. Everything seems to be built on Indian graveyards. Yeah. Just because that's the, the sturdiest land, the best sediment, I guess. Yeah. Because everything was built on one. When they, well, when the surveyors come out, it's just yeah. already... Correct. It's good to go. I, I was oh, at okay. I was at the Sutter Buttes one time, and that that place was just full of rattlesnakes and feral pigs, just like hissing and growling at each other. And it was there was something well, the, about that place. It just had kind of this strange energy. The mm-hmm. Sutter Buttes are all on private land, aren't they? They are. It, it was a guided tour by one of the uh, proprietors, but uh, I got to see the the grinding stones and go to the peak. Those are cool. Those are cool. They're Grinding just kind of uh, acorns. The little, the little holes in there. The mortar and pestle things. Mm-hmm. My grandfather had a huge collection of mortar and pestles for a long time. All right. Well, that's the history. As far as we got. Yeah, let's hope we don't repeat it. Moving on. I like to look at what the Bible says about things that we talk about. Mm-hmm. That's important. It kind of says a lot of like kind of scatter around about what you shouldn't do and what should you should do to somebody if they do yeah, something. You know what? I've noticed a lot of times that like the Bible is usually pretty dead on about black magic stuff. Like all the stuff they were like about curses, all that, all the dark stuff when they're when they're talking about the bad stuff that can happen, they're pretty dead on about it, I think. Yeah? You know? We'll see. Well, this is what the Bible has to say about 
curses. And this is according to the HanoverBaptistChurch.org. Uh, their opinion is a thorough reading of the account of an attempted cursing of Israel in Numbers 22 to 25 shows that God supersedes the malignant oaths of the enemy and also shows that though the curse no longer rests on us, we can bring the effects of the curse of sin upon ourselves by willful disobedience. We are no longer under the curse of God's judgment, but sin is. And we invite judgment when we sin. So, don't worry about curses anymore. It's just, it's, it's sinning a, is bad. A lot what? about not worshiping false what? idols what? and all that, but it, that kind of just adds to the whole, our, ours is the only way. Well, this is just the Hanover Baptist Church's Hanover opinion. Baptist. Oh, okay. I'll get into what... Uh, some more stuff here about curses actually occurring in the Bible, and there are many. According to the Catholic Encyclopedia article, Cursing, the Bible depicts God cursing the serpent, the earth, and Cain. Similarly, Noah curses Canaan, and Joshua curses the man who should build the city of Jericho. In various books of the Old Testament, there are a long list of curses against transgressors of the law. Yeah. Jesus Christ seemed to be one of the biggest cursers of all time. And here we go with the, the many curses of Jesus. In the New Testament, Christ curses the barren fig tree. Hmm. Do you know yeah, why he did that? that? The fig yes. tree did not produce fruit, so he said, you, you shall not exist anymore. He just turned it to dust or something. Harsh, man, harsh. Yeah. Um, uh, pronounces his denunciation of woe against the incredulous cities against the rich, the worldling, the scribes, and the Pharisees, and foretells the awful malediction... Jesus cursed the rich? Yeah, he cursed nice. the rich. He kind of cursed civilization in general, didn't he? <laughs> There's not a lot of people, yeah. Well, he doesn't curse the poor, so they're all fine. Oh. Yeah, they're cursed. Well, what if they're part of civilization? We we can't all live, live in the wilderness and eat bark, you know, and that's not for everyone. It's not all of civilization. It's just incredulous cities, uh, rich, worldling, and that's another way of saying worldly, I believe, uh, the scribes and Pharisees, and foretells the awful malediction that is to come upon the damned. Okay. So the that's damned are cursed. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of a given, right? Yeah. yeah it's like you're, you <laughs> I'm already damned. Not, might as well curse me too, I guess. You in, in God's kingdom all right, and that's what the Bible has as far as curses go, or some of them. Let's move on to fun facts about curses. Now, as we heard in the clip at the beginning of the show, in May of 2011, Lil B, Berkeley-based independent rapper and self-proclaimed based god, famously cursed Kevin Durant for calling Lil B a whack rapper. Lil B's curse came in the form of a tweet, which stated, the base gods curse, hashtag the base gods curse on Ke on Durant. Nathan will be. Yeah, so he, uh, yeah. A diss track, a temporary lifting of the curse, a return of the curse, a proposed truce, and Little B taking credit for Kevin Durant's injury all followed in the years after this iconic tweet. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a curse that we could see, the whole world was able to see. In action, yeah, that unfolded before their very eyes. I'm wondering if in anything, real time, if anything, on Twitter, 
became of that with uh, against Kevin Durant if if he uh, received any of the uh, uh, malediction, if you will. Yeah, it's, well, apparently it's, he got hurt. He did. Yeah. Huh. I mean, forget that he's a professional athlete and they get hurt all the time. <laughs> Never mind that. Yeah. It's the curse. Yeah, no, he. I believe his curse has worked pretty well. He was probably to be the case. He probably was walking out of a nail salon and the, and the door hit him kind of hard. Max, I was walking out of a nail salon today hmm. and the door hit me kind of hard. It did. Oh wow, that's really weird. Huh. All right. Here, uh, so that's, uh, yeah, apparently I had just one fun fact, but we had a lot of cool facts for you anyways, so let's move on. If you're a wizard and can't cast a proper curse, then I am embarrassed for you. That's why on today's show, I thought it would be fun to do something totally careless and possibly life-threatening. Now, last week, we all agreed to learn separate curses to cast on three horrible people still living today. Also, I'd like to give a shout-out to Botanica Shango on Folsom Boulevard in Sacramento for supplying several of us with some bitchin' black candles. I'm not sure they'd accept our endorsement, considering that what we're doing with them, but they're definitely the place to shop for all your magical candle needs. Andrew, do you I, agree? I, I, like that, I, can't, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, I, I buy candles there often. I also buy candles uh, at the grocery store, but the ones from Shango were like, it's a bit of a crapshoot. It worked shoot. like magic. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit uh, of a crapshoot with the grocery store candles, but the Shango ones are a, so, they're a slam dunk every so time. So Shango, they, do they have uh, white sage or mugwort or any of that? Yeah, they got, they got all got that. All. They also have candles shaped like penises and vaginas. Oh, wow. So, that's Botanica Shango, 9673 Folsom Boulevard, Rancho Cordova, California. And tell them some wizards sent you. Alright, before we begin uh, describing our curses, here are some tips on cursing from a WikiHow article. Alright, tip number one. Be aware of the possible outcomes. If your curse is successful, it could significantly affect your target's life, possibly even leading to death. Note, however, that many people do not believe in magic or the efficacy of curses, and there is little scientific evidence to suggest they work, except Ooh. on Kevin Durant. Yeah, Kevin Durant. Beat. Number two, and this is important, know that it could come back to you. It is a popular belief amongst witches that curses are unethical and, as a result, will return the cursor in the same form they have Aww. been given. Turn about is fair play. If, you're, if you curse someone, be prepared for bad luck to visit you as well. I actually was telling someone uh, about this week's uh, experiment, and he told me that he thought curses come back to you threefold, the ones you cast. Hmm. And I wondered... If you curse yourself, maybe that's oh, a way of cursing no. the other guy three I, times as bad. Fire, fire, All right, uh, here's tip number three. Consider forgiving and moving on. <laughs> Think about why you want to take revenge, and if it's really worth your time and energy to do so. Chances are, your time and energy are better spent moving your life forward instead of dwelling on negative emotions that will only make you feel worse. 
My thoughts yeah. is uh, so one way I thought about this was maybe doing the curse is a way of moving on. Right. No, like I, I, now I don't have to dwell on it because I've put magical energy into this and I can. It's like, I, I've uh, got the curse doing all the work. I don't need to think about it. I don't need to worry about what that person's thinking because I know it's going to wind up bad because the curse is set. It's like the, the, the ball is already rolling on that one. Yeah. It's like meditating, you know, while building like a little house of cards or something. It's an activity, you know, when you think about it. It's <laughs> not, you know, all the all the feeling you put into it is is kind of what uh, what gives yeah, it power. Maybe that's. Oh well, here's uh, speaking of that. Tip number four: set your intention. If you decide that you want to move forward with the curse, sit down and carefully think about what you want to happen. Having a clear sense of what you want to happen as you work through every stage of your curse will make it more effective. Yeah. Nice. And number five, protect yourself before putting on a curse on anyone, uh, putting a curse on anyone. Make sure that you've protected yourself with a protection spell and oh, or amulet. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah, me too. If the person you're cursing... I didn't. Okay. Well, you're, you're, you're safe. If the person you're cursing also practices magic, it's possible that your curse will bounce back to you. As far as I can and tell... And we thought that's what Reagan did. Yeah. Yeah. He back-cursed uh, Tecumseh. Yeah. Tecumseh. Mine, mine might have backfired on me, because like a, literally exactly one week after I did mine, I got kind of a rash. You know? Wow. It was kind of a bad one, I still... Still kind of got it. But well, hopefully, I mean, if it does bounce little, back I, on I you. I put a little hydrocortisone cream on it. It's getting better, so. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean. Not putting it, too much thought into it. If it hits you back, does that mean that it at least hit them or is affecting them? Well, it, it definitely means that you did something right magically. Yeah. You so got some action to have, like, you know. A little reverse telemetry. Uh, I mean, I'll take I'll I'll take, I'll take a little bit of action versus nothing. Like, you know, I don't want to just sit there going like, oh, my magic didn't work at all. Yeah. Something is something, yeah. I tend to agree with this. Mm-hmm. You can be proud of yourself. At least you tried. Right. Yeah, I tried. You tried to do something evil to someone else, whether it worked or not. So last week we had an assignment. We were each to pick a curse to put on someone uh, that's not a person we know personally, but someone who's just in in the public is a piece of garbage. In the public eye, someone kind of famous. Thank you, yeah. Someone kind of famous that's just doing awful stuff. Noteworthy figure who no one likes right now. Yeah, and is using their power to be big jerks. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, we each picked a curse and a person. So let's go around, I guess, and just say who we picked and what kind of curse we put on them. Uh, You can start, Max. Okay. Uh, I picked uh, Rodrigo Duterte, who is the uh, current Philippines uh, president. And I picked him specifically because of his recent, as of uh, June 2016, rounding up and murdering of um, drug users and homosexuals in his company, uh, his country, rather. And uh, I just kind of, uh, I don't know, if if you go on Wikipedia and look at his photo, he just kind of has this smug grin. 
And uh, I kind of just wanted to put his hole, a hole in his plans. You know? He's a real piece of garb. Yeah, I didn't want to kill him. I wanted to maybe give him a little bit of irregular bowel movements so that, you know, a, a kink in his armor would appear and his cabinet would devour him or something. So what know. curse did you put on him? Uh, I chose the uh, Hex to Bring, quote-unquote, Discord and Darkness. All right. Do you want to do a recite this curse? Sure, this, sure. All right, we're going to do it. Hopefully you won't be cursed by hearing this. Okay, so I'm, uh, again, this is uh, Pazuzu's curse, uh, copyright 1998. And uh, here are some of the directions. Uh, here is a great hex to bring total chaos to your enemies or someone you hate. Perfect for someone who has done you wrong in a bad way. You will need a piece of thick string or yarn about 9 to or 10 inches long, and you will tie three separate knots a couple inches apart as you recite the following before you tie each knot, so you'll be reciting this three times. I was kind of confused about that part, like do I recite this, uh, this uh, paragraph here three the times? Preamble? Yeah. I didn't do that. Did you just say that? Well, I said the it curse once. words. You, you I only said have to it. Say I said it times. once, and it, as I said, um, and said the next line, and now I do this knot. I tied another knot. So huh. I don't know. That's that's just something to keep in mind. You know, some of these are a little uh, difficult to. Uh, They're vague. Interpret. They need clarification. Yeah. Well, what, what's the curse words? What do you say? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in character here for a second. I have I have the actual uh, yarn or uh, braided uh, cord that I used in the curse. With this knot, I seal this hex. You will not sleep. You will not rest. Knots of anger, knots of hate, discord brings you to your fate. I tie the second knot makes two, bringing darkness over you. Slander, discord, evil too. Bringing darkness straight to you. With this third knot, I do bind, weaving chaos in your mind. Hex of anger, hex of hate. Bring him down, I will not wait. So it will be made now manifest. And that's the uh, thing. There's a little bit. Wow. Uh, there's a little bit more of a uh, direction here at the end. As you do the spell, be thinking of all the chaos that it is going to bring to your enemy. And make sure you are worked up into a rage before doing the spell. So I did kind of some wind sprints, and I got kind of my blood flowing. <laughs> nice! And, uh, you know, just kind of thought of, like, things that I hate, you know. Like, I uh, I hate, uh, I was going to say giraffes, but that's not really true. I just find them kind of despicable. Their know. necks are too long. Yeah. The tongues, the necks, those things on top of their heads. Yeah. What are those? And there's apparently know. nine different kinds of them now. Like, hey, this is, we just... Too much choice. Too many. And I, I don't hate giraffes, you know. But you do. No, what are we, what are we, what are we, what are we giving giraffes a pass for you here? Know, Fuck I giraffes. Just, I just kind of slightly loathe them. Anyways. So did your curse work? That was the second part of our assignment was to see... If uh, the curse worked by checking the news. Well, I, I tried to uh, follow the directions. Um, and the last part was to say, uh, when you're done, see if you can hide the string with all the knots now tied around your enemy's home. And I couldn't very well fly to the Philippines because I can't afford that. 
So I just uh, printed out a Google image of the presidential palace and just kind of rubbed it over loathingly and harsh, you know. You know you could have just left it at a Jolly Bees, right? At Jolly Bees? Yeah. Yeah. Is that that an ethnic uh, grocery chain? No, it's a a fast food chain. It's a Filipino McDonald's, kind of. Yeah. Oh. Well. They serve, uh, what is it, Uh, spaghetti and hot dogs. Yeah. And it's fried chicken. A lot of fried chicken. As as to whether the curse worked or not, this is like uh, a public figure I had been, you know, following with some disdain, you know, months months prior to the first podcast. you know, it seems like there's kind of a break in the pattern and that he's reasserting him, you know, himself too much on certain points. Like, uh, uh, he hates America. Yeah, he hates uh, the capitalism, Korea, right? the capitalism that's currently. Well, no, and apparently country. he doesn't like people using drugs and doing gay sex, which are two awesome sins yeah, that no. you should probably I do if you want to be demonic. I have nothing against either. No, no, we should be no, we should be in favor of those things. Yeah. In fact, those are good. You want to do more sins because apparently that's the only way to curse anymore. So it's I'm, just a sin. I'm just going to uh, keep reading uh, Google News headlines during my lunch break and just kind of seeing see how he's doing, seeing what pops up. Check up know, on the old guy. Check check up on him. Yeah. So, All right. Uh, but it was it was a very uh, you know rich experience you know trying preparing for this and getting in the right state of mind and just believing that this this will have an effect. Right. Yeah. No. What did it, what did it feel like as you were doing that curse? It felt it felt like I was kind of in like a fervor. You know, like I I was uh, in in a trance. You know, I'm directing this energy towards this uh, loathsome person, you know, and he will feel the full effects. And, you know, we don't know yet if if that's the case. It might be like a little time-release capsule or or something. Yeah, if he has an upset stomach, it's not necessarily headline news. Yeah. But, like, did you feel that the, the demonic power, you know, around you... Did you did, did you feel like certain colors? Well, or? I had like a a lamp on, and the lamp kind of dimmed a little afterwards. And I don't know if that. I believe that is a that is a, a good sign. sign. It's a good yeah. sign, man. And you have your the knot that you did yeah, with I you have, today. I have the knot. Uh, I actually this went, looks really good. A, a little further. I'll try further. and post a picture on the website. Yeah, I went a little further in preparing this. Uh, I used three different cords and braided them together to make the ten-inch uh, cord. And basically, I used uh, like some poly string, some. Uh, already braided uh, hemp and some like uh, gardening twine and it just looks kind of kind of you know looks like a real curse yeah. rope yeah <laughs> looks good curse cord yeah. I don't know if uh, I should... and those and those will be made available at the online store oh, for yeah. anyone interested this one though um, I don't know what to do with Max that will make you your own custom curse cord I will and those will be available online yeah you make like a, a friendship uh, curse 
It's like a, it's like a, it's like the opposite of a friendship bracelet. <laughs> it's an enemy rope. Yeah, enemy but you rope. could tell them it's a friendship bracelet. Oh, that's even that's they'll, really good. Yeah, then they'll tie it around. They'll put it on their wrist and be walking oh, around right. with your curse. Oh, sweet hemp bracelet, man. Like cool. handing them, you know, like the Buddhist oh, shawl. Oh, I'm so glad we could be friends again. Yeah, yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, not. Ha ha. Get yeah. it? Not. Uh, oh wait. Go, uh, all right, great job, Max. Thank you. Excellent work. And now it is time for Andrew to tell us who he cursed. Okay, well, I, I decided, I had a couple in mind at first, but uh, who I decided to land on was uh, Mark Zuckerberg, billionaire head of Facebook, who, um, who I was a little steamed at for paying people to uh, write fake news. He's got it coming. And if I were going to get paid to write fake news, I mean, shit. First of all, give me that job. Why was I the last to hear about this? And second of all, like this ain't that that, that ain't how like if you're going to if you're going to run a media company, run a media company. Don't don't do this two-sided stuff where you're yeah. saying you're running media and then saying you're not and paying people to Yeah, there's that, write but also news. something I thought about was he censors what kind of material goes yeah. on Facebook, but he doesn't censor the fake news sites. No, he pays them money, in like, fact. Like the Onion? Like, worse than the Onion. Like, um... The ones think that of say that Hillary like, Clinton, uh, molests children... Like, Hillary, Cl Hillary Clinton dying of lung cancer, oh, I no, think, was one. Really, um, some real uh, CIA, CIA agent found dead in connection with Hillary email scandals. Like, just oh, lie, lies, basically. Not not real news. Just weaving discord into the public uh, mind. Yeah, well, anyway. Yeah, fucking... Plus he's rich, and plus Facebook is a place for friends. I don't think Mark Zuckerberg knows the first fucking thing about friendship. No. And, and I don't like him selling this product based on the guise of friendship when it doesn't have anything to do with that. There's nothing to do with it. He's just the worst. By the way, we're going to start our Facebook page pretty, pretty soon. soon. Probably so by the time this comes this out. Is over. Sure yeah, it's it's in, on that. It's in the I will works. not be curating that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, yes, I, I decided that um, that it would be nice to see some, some negative stuff befall him because he just rides his wave of awesomeness all the time without any seemingly bad stuff ever happening to him despite what a big piece of shit he gets to be on a daily basis. So I, I did one which is, uh, uh, once again, copyright 1998, Pazuzu, uh, Three Nights in Hell, Candle Spell. Sounds romantic. Yeah, no, doesn't it? That nice little candlelight <laughs> dinner, just I, me and Zuck. Nice just me and Zuck. Uh, so, it's, uh, it's just him and his friends. Alright, so, this spell will infect serious pain and sores on the enemy for a period of three strange days, after which the spell is lifted, and he's made well again. Uh, take a black candle and place a picture of the enemy in front of you, and tilt the candle so that the wax drips upon the would-be victim. And visualize the wax burning sores into their body and just Very giving them a rash wherever that touched. You're just like, oh, ow, don't touch me. They're kind of just like your classic sort of voodoo doll style, uh, style hot wax. Deserves pain. So here I will recite. So picture I'm holding a candle and I'm looking at Zuck and... As I do this candle spell, I bring thine enemy three nights in hell. Candle black, black as the night, 
bring him pains of flesh tonight. Lesions on his skin will grow, affect him with a painful blow. Sores and pain affect him now. For three nights he'll wonder now. Dukes of darkness, kings of hell, smite thy enemy, bring him hell. With three nights of pain have passed, make him well, well at last. Nice. Um, and after three days of this, um, I thought I had gained some traction, and his Pinterest account had gotten hacked. Um, so maybe it didn't affect him, but it affected pictures he liked, and I was cursing a picture, so... His public image. That does hurt him. Mr. Mr. Tech is not beyond a little hack. And then he made 95 million more dollars the next day. But he probably was. But itchy, that was that. Itchy but yeah, yeah that he was probably itching real bad while he did. Like he was probably worrying about why he was so itchy. It made him so itchy and weird that he he got nervous and and felt so insecure with his billions of dollars that he needed ninety five yeah. million more just to feel better about himself. He some so I, I I'm gonna call mine a success. He didn't seem to have a particularly great week. What with the press ripping him apart on that fake news thing, which they were already doing when I started this curse, but he got a lot more heat for, like, the heat kind of started to turn up on him a bit. Yeah. Uh, the story had just broken when I had, uh, when I had started the curse, and it, it definitely, I, I don't think he had a particularly great week. Uh, did it cause him lesions and sores? Trust us, if, if you had, if you had 30 billion dollars <laughs> or whatever, no one would be hearing about my daily health problems. You could get a yeah. prosthetic I, face. Right, I'd, I'd have a hologram face to get photos made of me. Yeah. So, uh, we really don't know if he got, mm -hmm. if he got sores and lesions or not, but he, he ain't gonna post it, he ain't gonna post a picture of it on his Pinterest, that's for sure. Maybe, the, yeah, that was just a, maybe that was an excuse to try and get the heat the attention away from all the sores yeah, on his body. Right, yeah. People would have been like, Mark Zuckerberg covered in sores. No, let's cover the hack instead. Yeah, I, uh, People can relate to a Pinterest hack, because everyone's Pinterest account. That happens to everyone! Like sores that. on your face, that gets people worrying. I like that line, Dukes of Darkness, Kings that, of Hell. That's why I went with that one, because <laughs> I was like... It's Man, like hell Dukes has a darkness. hierarchy. No, hell has a very complex hierarchy, in That's fact. True. And I think we'll be covering that in an we upcoming should. episode. The, yeah. the lesser keys of Solomon. Yes. Astaroth and Baph uh, who are these? Baphomet, Astaroth. There's some uh, sort of tome from the 1300s. I have that. Detail, um, like Gabrinth um, and, uh, and all the kind of strange names and... What they, how many souls, uh, damn souls they uh, control? Yeah, their armies and stuff. Yeah, no, that's in the King of Sol uh, the Keys of Solomon, and yeah, we should definitely cover the hierarchy, the hierarchy of hell. Of hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So, what do you feel like doing performing? Well, I honestly, like I, I like I mentioned earlier, I I practice candle spells pretty regularly. I actually. Posted a picture of one of my candle spells on the Equestria Amino, and um, it got some mixed reviews. What's the Equestria? Uh, uh, I'm a bro people? I'm a brony, and it's where bronies go to do Twitter-like activities. Okay. Uh, except we can write, e but except bronies are famous for writing very long posts. So if if you limited it to Twitter, uh, you'd uh, you wouldn't have enough to say about ponies. So I uh, I do candle curses pretty regularly. So I, 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 like when I get the lights out and I get the candles lit and I'm, and I'm summoning the spirits and I'm opening the channels mm -hmm. into these universes and I'm thinking about the people who I want to set these forces onto, like, I, you know, I feel it in, like, 
it's an actual physical feeling. Like, I, I don't know if you can describe it as, like, like uh, you feel the magic in your bones and it all just you flex, shoots out of your eyes, pretty much. You flex the flux. You flex the flux, yeah. <laughs> you, you, keep the, uh, you keep the triode flipping the diode. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's very electric feeling. I feel very electric when I, when I cast magic. Um, yes, I, I recently started trying to use a protection spell because I was worrying about the amount of cursing I had been doing in, in upcoming for this episode. Because I, I will be honest, um, I didn't curse anyone I know personally in the course of this. I didn't cut off a corner of this, I didn't rip off a corner of this piece of paper to write a curse on it and curse anyone I know. Great. Um, and I didn't curse anyone we both know either. No, we didn't curse anyone we both know. Who deserves and it. You didn't, and I didn't curse people you don't know who definitely also deserve it. Yeah. So. Um, Neither did I. <laughs> so just for the, the clear record there, what with all the cursing I either had or hadn't been doing, I, I thought it was time to uh, cast a protection spell, which... I, I don't know when you do well, this. You, you've broken out in sores. Since well, I well yeah. I got I got that cough got worse. I got this backache. I got yeah. this kind of like gas up in the top of the stomach. What about also, your protection spell? What once again? I, I was starting to I was starting to feel a little under the weather, probably due to a cold season. But I wasn't gonna risk it. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure if this was a result of anyone deflecting or cursing me back. I would uh, I would be prepared, or at least have taken a step in the in the direction of protecting myself, making myself a tougher target. But I notice when I do this, I don't feel as in tune to the energy that I use to set curses. Once there's a protection spell in place, that's kind of like a force field. It's gonna drain your drain some of your allocated powers. Mm. I think, uh, or Is that's that how a good I feel. Thing or... Well, I. I it makes you less powerful as far as being able to curse, but or it makes mm. you feel less powerful as being able to curse. But um, I think it's something that you probably should do if you want to, you know, keep like it's like a tightrope act. You get Once I mean? a year, you should you know perform one curse just to get it out of your system. At Maybe least. drink a, yeah. a mana potion or something. Oh, yeah, should we, you know, we should definitely. I mean, potions. That's a whole other episode. No, right I want to do one on uh, shamanism, kind of. I'm, well, if I'm that getting would ahead fit. of myself here. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. It's good. There's a lot of great. A lot topics. to cut. A lot of great stuff. Yeah, a, a lot of, of, great a lot of fun little projects. But yeah, that was uh, that was my experience in cursing Mark Zuckerberg and uh, and scaring bronies. Nice. Yes. All right, so for my curse, uh, thank you, Max, for bringing the bell. Oh, you're quite welcome. Uh, mine was called Lucifer's Touch, a powerful evil hex, uh, courtesy of Pazuzu, limited. Light three black candles Who did at you mid... you curse? Wait, oh, oh, yeah, oops, I'm sorry. Okay, so for my, my person I chose to curse uh, is Al-Baghdadi, who is the leader of ISIS right now, unless he's already dead. There's a lot of rumors and speculation that he might already passed away, but I think he's still alive. Um, he's hiding in caves. He was poisoned in October, you know, before I even did this curse. So the guy was already on a bad leg to begin with. And I didn't know this going into this. I just knew he was still alive and he was the one uh, directing these, these people to do these bad things to other people. And... 
I think we could all agree, everyone who's not in ISIS could agree that they're pretty shitty people. Uh, what with the beheadings and yeah, rapes. I was about to say, doesn't getting your head cut off suck in any context? Lots, lots right. of innocent yeah. uh, executions and stuff like that. Yeah, we can all agree he's a pretty, right. he's so a pretty big piece that, of garbage. I think this lands on something really important about us black magic people. We're not bad guys. Right. We don't want bad stuff to happen to people around the world. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, we're this doesn't to make us evil. This. We're trying to make the world a better place. Yeah. We're just trying to aim for the ankles of the giant, you know. Thank you, Max. Exactly. We're powerless over here in our cozy little American nooks, you know, just posting on Facebook. But if we if we use the powers of dark magic uh, to attack these bad people across the globe, you know, I feel like we've at least done something. Well, and we've, and we've helped, and we've helped bolster our cause of being black magicians and, and, and using the darkness to actually help the, the world. Like, we, we can't all be good wizards, you know? <laughs> Some of us just gotta fight the only way we know how. I think, I think maybe swelling the ranks is in order, like having, a, having some workshops or something. Yeah, maybe down the road, a wizardry school. Hmm. Let's see. So the, the what I put on this guy, Al Baghdadi, and please don't blow me up for this, people listening, is Lucifer's touch, a powerful evil hex. Light three black candles at midnight and repeat the following three times. If you have a bell, you should ring it three times at the beginning of this ritual. All right, so... I call to the mighty bringer of light, Lucifer. Spirits of the abyss, hear my call, all most powerful one and all. Lucifer, my thoughts do sing, through the universe they now ring. Take thine enemy, take him smite, break him, scorn him in the night. From the mighty depth of hell, cast your darkness on his shell. O Lucifer, O shining star, touch him, burn him from afar. Revenge now will have its day, for thine enemy starts to fray. So it be! Yeah, the three times. During the time spent doing this hex, you should be worked up into a frenzy of anger and thinking of the darkness about to descend upon your enemy. Nice. When you are done, extinguish the candles. There you go. This one you had to do at midnight, and I didn't realize that at first, and I've lately been falling asleep really early. Uh, so I it was kind of hard was, for me um, to stay Was up early there. to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise a spell? Uh, was Benjamin Franklin a wizard? Oh, most definitely. Okay. So, yeah, the kind, so no, by practicing another spell, you were unable to do this curse. Apparently. I was able to do this curse. I yeah. stayed up till midnight, and I think because it was a, a little bit of a struggle for me, um... That's going to make it turn out better. Make it turn out better, yeah. And so I had my candles lit, and I kept looking at the clock. And when it was time, I didn't have this bell. I had a, a, a bell sound on my iPhone. Hopefully that works. And, yeah, uh, like you guys were saying, when you do this kind of stuff, you feel this real power surging through you. And... I, mine was no different. I felt like I had done something really powerful and, you know, and I, uh, I wrote down some notes actually on it. Um, I believe that night, 
Oh, I don't have them with me. Yeah, that was on uh, November 16th. Um, but yeah, I looked up the news articles on it, and it says there was a, a true news article, which could be one of the fake ones that Zuckerberg uses, but it's called True News, so it has to be real. <laughs> Mosul Liberation Leaves ISIS Leader Hiding in Fear. And uh, what they've been saying is that he's been crawling around in caves with a suicide vest on. Um, he's still doing his, you know, commanding his people to do stuff, but it, his days are definitely numbered, I would say. He really doesn't want to be captured and used. Well, that might not be a slam dunk, but you definitely got a three from the corner on that one, yeah. I think. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't call that. that that's, I think you were the most successful out of anyone. Maybe. Out of any one of us. Absolutely. And his Pinterest got hacked. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think it's because you used your iPhone for the bell. That's why that... Worked so well? Yeah. It didn't like work. The, uh, the, uh, the spider webs of, uh, of uh, radio waves and uh, the well, internet and all that with your I don't... Phone. Wouldn't... Wouldn't it be more effective with a modern bell synthesizer than an old-fashioned bell? That can only, only, only... What, what, what about a cowbell? more. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was crazy. After doing it, I felt... I looked in the mirror with just the candles lit in the dark, and I looked at my face, and I just saw this person looking back at me who was full of evil power and... Uh, energy and felt pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what there is about it that makes. Uh, maybe I'm just messed up, and maybe we're all just a little messed being, up. Being a dark wizard feels so cool. Yeah, you feel so cool when you feel that feeling of the magic just, of the magic inside so the dark magic inside you. You just have to have your cave and your medicinal plants, and you, you just kind of go for it. You know? I felt yeah. like as I was going to bed, you know, just actually, I felt like. Really nice going to sleep. I'm like uh, in the dark, enveloped in the darkness, having done my deed. Um, yeah, yeah it kind of really... puts your life into context in a way. Like, you know, you're like, I am here in my place and time. And space and the cosmos are going to be right with me because I'm, I'm actually channeling the, you know, these are the forces at work, people. Mm -hmm. These are the real forces at work. And when you feel it, like, yeah, it's very actualizing. Like, yeah, you know that that feeling when you look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah. How that makes me feel is it makes me want to get like a giant hat and walk around in a big ass cloak and mm -hmm. just freak people out because I'm mm -hmm. that because I'm that kind of badass, you know. Do that archetype exactly. That's what Aleister Crowley used to do. Fuck just walk yeah. around in a cape and hood and just freak people out. Yeah. Mm. And supposedly, he could also turn himself invisible. Mm -hmm. He had, like, a magic cape that could make him invisible to crowds. Nice. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I think that might be a fun one to try, too, turning invisible yeah. and seeing if you could made sneak of, around. Made of shadows or something. Cloaked in uh, the nothingness. Mm. Um, yeah, so, anyways, that was mine. Lucifer's Touch. I like the name of it. Sounds like a... My life with the thrill kill cult it's a, song. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's like a it's demonic Genesis. <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to lots of Genesis. Yeah, too. That, that nice. sounds. She that feels sounds, the uh, hand of Lucifer's touch. Lucifer's uh, touch. That sounds better than one I did five years ago called Mephistopheles Waffle. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 
Did you get to eat a waffle? Little bad box of Eggos, dude. Yeah. I made like, um, uh, you know, they say food made with love tastes uh, better, but I made like an angry biscuit. (laughs) Yeah. No. Whenever I make my own sandwich, it tastes terrible. (laughs) Like I hate this guy. I'm making this sandwich for fuck him. (laughs) I was already feeling kind of like weird, or just like that. You know, that kind of just. Maybe most people can't relate to this, but I'll just sometimes feel a little angry. Yeah. For no reason. And I went to In N Out and had some In N Out, and I knew driving up, you know, waiting in the line, you know, forever to get my stupid fast food, that after I ate it, I would be even angrier. Because when I eat like donuts or super greasy, unhealthy stuff, it just kind of Every... puts me in a, in a, Bad mood. Every in yeah. and out I've ever been to, if, if it's like a girl at the window, I'm going to say, like, you used to play volleyball, or you used to how, fly how kites. How was the water polo team? Yeah, 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 something, something like, like that. that. You know, it, it just didn't pan out for them, and so they're in and out now, which I'm sure, you know, is a job you can grow into and become a manager. They all do seem to have a certain attitude. Like, they're... Of any place I've been to, they've consistently never been rude, always been super fast and nice. It's like, wow, how how do they keep them like that there? Well, they must pay have, them enough, I guess. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, Fifteen bucks an hour does it, doesn't it? I guess, but yeah. it, it doesn't work for, like, post office employees. They don't, they they, get, there's no turnaround at the post office. The kids at In-N-Out Burger will get fired. Okay, They'll yeah. get fired. Yeah. For putting mail on the floor and in, in post in the post office. <laughs> yeah, that was a Bukowski book. I was, uh, yeah, yeah. He's a perfect uh, post office employee. But uh, shout out to all the good postal workers out there. And I, to... I'm I'm anti mail. Nobody needs mail. Oh, I gotta use mail, man. I I send out a lot of stuff. In the mail. Yeah. I'm at the post office uh, like once or twice a week uh, recently um, just selling knickknacks I find at thrift stores. But anyways, um, yeah, so those were the curses. Nice. All right. Um, Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Let's Just Be Wizards. Next week, we will have an awesome new topic and wizard activity to cover. If you have suggestions for the show, be sure to send your emails care of let's just be wizards at gmail.com or leave your suggestions in the comments section of iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or whatever the hex you're listening to this on. Also, if you have a book or wizardly item you want to be reviewed on the show, send us an email and we can provide you with a physical address to send it to. I would love to review uh, your writings or you know something you've done. On wizardliness, uh, so yeah, send it Get our way. Involved, I can't wait. That's right. Also, one more thing tomorrow, and maybe when you're listening to this today, is uh, Max's birthday. Yeah. It's my birthday tomorrow. Yeah, so Max, I got you something. Let me go. Oh my goodness, I'm Get gonna it be, out of the bag. I'm gonna be 31. All right, Max, oh, for your birthday, you get. Modern Magic, 11 Lessons in the High Magical Arts. And that's magic with a CK, so you know it's real. By Donald Michael Craig. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, uh, on the back it says, This unusual book might as well have been written by Aleister Crowley himself. Nice. From which the author draws. Hell, hell. Yeah, 
So that's that's pretty good. I'm guessing it's a little easier to understand than Aleister Crowley, which is. But he gets good. you in the mood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I shall accept this Here you uh, go. wonderful gift with an open Happy mind. Happy birthday, Mags. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. All right, folks. Um, as always, I am your host, Adam Hilton, with. I'm uh, Max Lehman. Uh, live well, sleep well, and have a merry holiday. And Drew Cox, thank you, thank you again, Adam, for having me on the show. All right. Uh, I'd like to end this show with a quote from one of the greatest wizards of the 20th century, Aleister Crowley. Modern morality and manners suppress all natural instincts, keep people ignorant of the facts of nature, and make them fighting drunk on boogie tales. All right. Nice. Yeah. Right on. That really ties into one of our themes this week, I think. Yeah, definitely. All right, folks. Uh, Have a good one. I'll see you next week. Yeah. Goodbye. Let's all be wizards and fly around.